Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another enthralling episode of Commit or Quit. I'm Eric. I'm Eddie. I'm Brian, and I'm back. Dude, where have you been? I've been I've been busy, man. Why do you act like you're busy? We all know no, you're just I've been, eating snacks. I've been uh there's I gotta keep the demand hot for these appearances. I can't oh, oversaturate so like the market. A, what am I then? Am I just like You guys I'm have just, too much content out there? People don't care liver. anymore. Dude, this I'm is unacceptable. Like, <laughs> it is unacceptable. Like Eric and I have been carrying this show for the last like three, oh four weeks. God. By Eric and I, I mean just purely Eric. And now you show your face <laughs> like this. You think Guys, everything's watch. okay? I guarantee you this episode will be the highest streamed episode yet. I mean… Guarantee it. You're very, very arrogant. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've been watching from the sidelines. I've been watching. What have you been thinking? What have yeah, you thought? What, I mean, what improvements can be made? Dude, it's been it's been I it's been I, but I just I, there's a lot of opportunity out there for me to step in and make okay. the show even better. Well, I mean, do it. it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why I'm here. Yeah. I I couldn't I couldn't take it anymore. Take it any longer. Well, you know what it was is that <laughs> we just needed more things to say because Brian just decided to skimp on all these episodes. <sighs> that well, is I'm true. Back that is true. With Steven Young in well, my corner. Welcome back. I mean. I I don't know if how Steven will feel about you sitting there right sticks. next to his his lips. Um, I mean, but it, it but it makes sense. We'll connect that dot later, right? Do you know Brian just keeps walking around everywhere in Korea and and people are like, "What kind of haircut do you want?" or "What's what are you going for?" And he's like, "Oh, Steven Young." And I'm like, "Dude, guys, Steven Young is my hero." Dude, he Talk is about handsome. A, I mean, he's handsome. He was a stud on Walking Dead. Just an all-around just great guy. Yeah, and if, a lot Steven, of qualities there, that aren't you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no one has to know that though. Oh, man. Feel? But um, yeah, Steven, if you're out there and you're listening, I'm, I'm a big fan. Well, yeah. Dude, big fan. What, are you, what are you talking about if you're out there? Like we've all met him and Eric, he's in Eric's phone book. Don't act like this guy's out oh. in the distant <laughs> universe and he's like not going to see this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. All right. Anyways, on, to the, on to the episode. Hey, uh, what do you want to watch? I don't know. Oh, I actually heard this is really good. What do you say? Should we commit or quit? Welcome to Commit or Quit. It's not a show where we talk just random stuff. It's actually a show where we try to save you some time by deciding if we are going to commit or quit to TV shows, dramas, or movies. And um, so we have obviously spoilers in these episodes because we got to discuss it. We got to tear these movies and shows apart so we can figure out if we like it. And so today, we're talking about a movie. One of I think it's one of Eddie's favorite movies. He talks about this movie a lot. Today's episode, we're going to discuss the critically acclaimed South Korean film called Train to Busan. It is a 2016 blockbuster hit with actors Kong Yoo, who you may know from The Guardian, The Lonely and Great God, Tokibi, and Chung Yumi and Ba Dong Seok, as well as um, the guy from Parasite. Oh, Cheo Shik. Oh. Cheo Shik. Yeah, Cheo Shik. It also stars An Soi, formerly of The Wonder Girls as well. So it's a very, very star-studded cast in this movie. Wow. Um, so pretty much if you uh, are, have any interest in a zombie apocalypse movie, this is it for you. And uh, I think it's also timely to talk about this because the sequel to this movie is actually out now. Um, I believe it's called Peninsula in English. And um, it just it. Really, you watched it without mm-hmm. me? You are a piece of beep! Well, to be honest, when you guys said Train to Pusan, I assumed it was Train to Pusan too. So I watched it. But I it's not. It's very different, right? Well, oh, don't give anything away. Different. Okay. Yeah. Don't okay. give anything away. Wow. Brian. Anyways. Oh, gosh. <laughs> anyways, not All surprised right. here. Dude skips out for six weeks and then like watches the sequel without us. <laughs> anyways. So besides having Air, uh, besides having Brian here for the first time in a while, you know, normally we we review shows or movies that has been suggested to us by our commit or quit listeners. However, this time we've decided to. To take this episode by our own hands and you know recommend our favorite top films and TV shows as well. So um, you know while we enjoy all the the rom coms and, and, and no, the K dramas, 
<laughs> we uh we wanted to switch things up and so you yeah, know I think uh, we needed to switch things up. Yeah, I'm glad we're switching things up. Time to switch things up and not just leave it in the uh the hands of our you know special guests that come on and they can talk about whatever they want. So True. Anyways, uh yeah, that's kind of what the format is this week. That's what it is. We're going to talk about Eddie, you picked this show actually, right? Yes, this is my pick. This is Eddie's pick. It's one of his favorite Korean movies. So, Eddie, go ahead. Let us know about the Netflix synopsis of this movie. Sure. As a zombie outbreak sweeps the country, a dad and his daughter take a harrowing train journey in an attempt to reach the only city that's still safe. The highest grossing film locally in 2016. This blockbuster is Korea's first zombie movie to become a box office hit. Hey, now listen. That Netflix synopsis is pretty strong. They this is pretty put, good. Last week's was horrible. Yeah. It was like <laughs> single <laughs> single so mother sells crap <laughs> thriller. <laughs> Unacceptable. Netflix yeah. like last week's was really bad. Yeah. I feel like last this synopsis was this synopsis was written by like a Netflix employee and not an intern, as they usually right. Use. Last week's was mm. like an intern who was like he he or she knew they weren't getting the job, so they're just like, you know what? Forget about it. I'm just going to do as bad of a job as I possibly can. All exactly. Right, so, we're here. We're ready for this. Kongyu, Chungyumi, Madongsok, Che, Ushik, Ansui. Just star-studded cast. It's a big movie. Did very well. Obviously, that's why they have a highly, highly anticipated sequel, Peninsula. I think it's worth mentioning like the amount of records that this movie has broken as well. You know, Go it's ahead. Like, Sa- share you know, us. according to Variety, it earned over 34.3 million uh, from 4.75 million emissions over its opening five-day run, which means, you know, mm-hmm. huge excitement internationally. Um, mm. And then according to The Hollywood Reporter, the movie smashed the record of highest grossing South Korean film in Hong Kong, held by, believe it or not, my sassy girl since <laughs> 2002. <laughs> If you guys don't know the importance of what we're saying right now, go check out the Ronnie Chang episode where Eric gets bullied for an hour and a half straight. <laughs> um, but what a crazy difference that it. is. Over a 14-year period that my sassy girl, you know, is overtaken yeah. by a zombie movie of all things. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And then uh, lastly, uh, on August 7th, 2016, Train of Busan became the first Korean film of the year to top 10 million moviegoers. And… The way this even came on my radar was uh, I read an article while I was in LA. It, it turned out that like there was a ton of buzz from uh, from Cannes. And there was like a standing ovation type of thing going on. And you know when mm-hmm. they say at these like fancy schmancy film festivals when people stand up and give it a standing ovation that it's like the real deal. You know I think yeah. Parasite also had like a something like an eight minute standing ovation or something at… Mm-hmm. Uh, Another one of these massive festivals. So anyways, all to say, Train of Puzan is legit. Eric, can you tell us a little bit about the cast and the characters? I know you referenced a little bit earlier. There is a lot of cast and character. Let me just say like the main character is Gong Yoo. He plays this dude named Seok Woo. And uh, Jung Yumi plays Song Kyung. She's a pregnant woman whose husband is Ma Dong Seok. Character is Hang Hwa played by Ma Dong Seok. And then there's a little girl named Suwan, um, that is the daughter of Seogu. And the other ones are just like, I don't know. I don't know if we really need to go into the detail of everybody. Yeah, sure. Those are like kind of like the main four for me. The other two are the side characters. Even then, like Che Ushik, he was a rising star at the moment. An was, you know, she had just started acting as well from the Wonder Girl. So at the time, four or five years ago, like obviously they were up and coming. They, their role isn't as big as it was in Parasite or etc. Anyways, for the purposes Eric, of this, the, Eric, that's who what is it the is. actress who is the Wonder Girls? Soi. Soi? Yeah. Got it. So that's the, the girl who is with the baseball team, right? Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So uh, the recap. This is a very, very brief recap. Pretty much the main character, Kong Yu, Sogu, he's a workaholic who is going through a divorce and his daughter and his mother live with him in Seoul. He is a fund manager so he makes money doing finance, right? Um, we also meet other passengers including a pregnant woman, Song Kyung, and her very, very bullish Sangwa husband, Ma Dong Sok, who is pretty much this big dude who just like… He's like the Incredible Hulk, right? So the daughter, Suan, 
and Seogu, Suan is going uh, wants to go to her mom in Busan. And as uh, the father and the mother are going through divorce, the daughter keeps going like, "I want to go to Busan. I want to go live with mom. I want to go live with mom." And so, so Seogu, the dad, is just not the best father. Let's put it that way. Right, mm-hmm. is very busy. Thinks only of work, and throughout the movie, uh, there are a lot of references of like, "Oh, you only think about yourself. You don't care about me or the others, or blah blah blah, that kind of thing." So, anyways, daughter wants to go to Busan to spend, you know, birthday with mom, um, and so they end up going to Busan, and somehow there is a zombie apocalypse that occurs just as they get onto the train, and. A zombie pretty much stumbles onto the train, starts convulsing on the floor, and with his, within minutes of the train leaving, starts biting people. Just starts savagely biting attendants who then mm-hmm. turn into zombies and they infect other people. Hmm. Everybody gets bit and everybody goes crazy. And then you're kind of like, is anybody going to survive? Will anybody survive this train to Busan? That's very simply put, but there are a lot of things they do right in this film, which is why I picked it, right? I mean, let's just go into it. Like, let's jump in. What What is it about this movie in particular that you love so much? Zombies. <laughs> Sorry, Eddie. Okay. I think he was asking you. Let me take it a little bit deeper. Where do I even begin? Okay. Like, first off, Eric's overview, it's pretty spot on, right? There's not much else you can really say. Yeah, there are zombies. They're biting people. People are dying. Okay, but beyond that, it's the fact that it's setting in Korea. And there, okay, there are no guns in Korea. Everything we've seen in in zombie movies typically has been like, okay, find that military guy or that police officer with the gun. Let's, you know, let's rally and let's shelter in place. And protect ourselves from these zombies, you know. But instead, mm. we're on a high-speed moving train. There are no guns. <laughs> it's just going <laughs> from like one little train. Uh, what what do you even call those things? Like stop? cart, uh, yeah, train cart. cart, yeah, uh, one cart getting infected. Cart. Different sections, yeah, going into the next car, and they're just like you know, it it is like this ongoing adrenaline rush. Um, and it is just so, so exciting. And, and the characters are different enough that it makes it very uh, interesting from different, different vantage points. Um, and overall, I mean, we'll get into it a little bit deeper. I just think it's like the most realistic interpretation of what could happen in a zombie apocalypse. You know, it's not mm-hmm. like overly gory. It's just like, a, oh, this is happening. And this is probably mm-hmm. how it would happen if it was on a train to Busan. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. Is that, is that, <laughs> all right. Episode's over. All right. See ya. Wait, but so uh, commit or quit. <laughs> but um, I, I will say, for me, I'm a simple man. I will say there are a lot of very crappy zombie movies out there. Yeah. I don't know how you take a subject as interesting as zombies and you make it crappy, but there's a lot of crappy movies out there revolving around zombies. And I think that's what stood out about Train to Pusan. It was one entertaining, and like you said, it like it made sense in a way because mm-hmm. there's a lot of zombie movies out there where it's just like it does. It, it's so unrealistic, it, you just can't buy into it. But I thought the acting was good, the storyline was good, and just generally speaking, like it didn't seem too left field where you're just like, this is not possible. Does that make any sense? Yes. Or did I just definitely? I mean, that? it's a, it's a, it's a subject matter that's been done over and over, right? It's like let's take like Batman for example. How many different you know Batman movies can possibly exist? You know, but then Christopher Nolan does the Dark Knight in that trilogy, and you're just like, wow, this is incredible. You know, the same framework, mm-hmm. the same exact story, but told in a in a different way, a little bit more tasteful. So, how many people have tried zombies? So many. Who have tried zombie movies and failed? Zombieland. Horrible. The sequel. One mm. of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. Um, I like Zombieland. No, no, no. You probably like the first one. The second one is just… It, it's one of those <laughs> things where you're like… All these A-list actors, they got paid. Because there's no way that you're I like mean, looking… There's no way you, they're looking back over the scenes and being like, Oh, that joke is funny. You know? Right. Like, oh, this, I haven't seen this one really hit. 
It's uh-huh. like Eurovision with Will Ferrell that just recently came out. One mm-hmm. of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> but you're going in with the expectation the of like it's Will Ferrell. Fine. Eric, oh, I just, no, I just, it was not. I legit… Okay. But I had… I went into that movie being like… This is a Will Ferrell movie. It's just going to sure. be really, really dumb. Like… And it was dumb. And that's why I Dude, wanted. And so uh, I was good. Agree. Agree. But Will Ferrell's genre of dumb has like smart elements to it. Like like Step Brothers. Th- there are parts of genius where you're like… There are certain jokes here that will last the test of time. You know, when we're on Mars and stuff, right? But Eurovision was so dumb that <laughs> it, it, it… Hey man, anyways. I'm looking at Rotten Tomatoes right now. And it has a 63%. That's not are bad. You serious? It's good. 80% audience score. See? I'm telling you, people are simple. Okay, Brian. People why don't you go look up what Train to Pusan's rating is? Okay. So, Train okay. to Pusan has a 94% tomato exactly, meter. Exactly, dude. Tomato meter? <laughs> tomato meter. Tomato. Did you do that on purpose? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> 80% audience score. Okay. Um, Anyways, let's get right. back on track. Eric. Yo, yeah. bro, bro, bro. Real quick, real quick. You kind of look like this dude. Dude. That's why I set him as my background. Okay. Oh this is a very God. intentional Zoom background. <laughs> so, Brian just brought up a really good point. He said that I look like Kong Yu. Right? One is of the this most famous why you chose Train to Busan? <laughs> Was this your plan all along? No, no, He's no, like, no, no. <laughs> I've had a couple like American friends raise that point to me. I don't see it. I really don't. But I'll take it. Everyone listening to this, don't tell Eddie he looks like him. Don't. I don't take do back, it. I take back. Please, what I said. for I the sake words. of our brotherhood, don't do it. It's really Eric, gonna challenge. Remember a lot when of this man in Tokebi in Goblin was holding up your album? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. That went pretty viral. Are you saying? Are you saying that to you? You it's because he looks like you. I'm just saying Yo, that's where the rumor started. We gotta uh, bring okay. that picture back. Yeah. Okay. Can we talk about this movie, dude? All can right. you guys stay on track for once? I've literally been quiet for the past four <laughs> minutes. I haven't said a single word. Here's the problem. Oh. Quit using this opportunity to catch up with each other. Okay. Like we can catch up <laughs> offline. You guys are too busy for me. We ain't got time, bro. We ain't got time for that. What's up, Commit Quit family? This is Eric here. And this week's episode of Commit Quit is supported by BetterHelp.com. Now, if you guys have been listening to Commit Quit or my music or my interviews, you guys know that I discuss mental health and my feelings and emotions pretty openly. And the reason I do that is because I think it's important to normalize discussions around it. Because for some reason... Apparently, people just feel uncomfortable talking about it and sharing it. Now, I think it's important to normalize it, especially because early on in my career in Korea, you know, I wanted to go see a therapist about how I was feeling, and it was very much frowned upon, and I was discouraged from doing so. And that's why I'm really excited to share with you today's sponsor, our supporter, it's BetterHelp, because they allow people to get access to therapy and counseling at any time from any place without having anybody know. So it's BetterHelp. Better H-E-L-P. It's an affordable alternative to offline counseling, and they also provide financial aid for people who need it. They have licensed professional counselors who are specialized in a ton of different areas from depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, LGBT matters, grief, anger, etc., etc. Whatever you want to talk about, anything you're going through, they have the right person for you to talk to them about it. Now, it's much more affordable and convenient than seeking somebody out in person, especially during these times of coronavirus. In fact, some people are using it that they're hiring a lot more counselors. So I speak a lot on living a healthy, happy, fulfilled life. And I just want you to know that there are resources available for you to do so as well, such as BetterHelp.com. And as a listener of Commit or Quit, you can get 10% off your first entire month by visiting BetterHelp.com slash Dive Studios. You can join more than 1 million people who are taking charge of their mental health and happiness. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, BetterHelp.com slash Dive Studios for 10% off your first month. I just signed up to try it out and I just got a message. So I'm just scheduling my my consultation, my counselor. And I, I don't know what I'm going to talk about yet. But anyways, if you guys, again, are interested, check it out. BetterHelp.com slash Dive Studios. Now back to this amazing show. Commit or quit. Thanks. All right. Okay. So let's talk about this. Okay. This movie. I'll be very honest. I'm very honest. Eddie and I have thought about this movie a lot. 
We've had a lot of disagreements. Eddie has yelled at me about it. And I've just said like, dude, don't get mad at me that I don't like this movie. Like I can, I can not like a movie and I should be able to share my opinion without you verbally abusing Wait, me. Wait, you didn't like this movie? When I first saw it, I did not like it. <laughs> when I first saw it, I was like, I, I think I was zombied out. I just remember being so sick of zombie movies and like mm-hmm. Walking Dead and even like… Game of Thrones is essentially White Walkers, aka zombies. Like everybody, everything is just zombies. And so I was like, yeah. eh. Like I think I was just tired of it. Um, but this time, mm. I think like I watched it again, and it was fine. It was good. It hit movie. different. It, it was it was a good movie. I think the other thing was I probably watched I watched it in Korea in Korean without subtitles, and so I probably missed a lot of the nuances. And a lot of the language things. Like I didn't have any translation. So I'm like pretty much making up what's going on as I'm watching it. I'm like, why are they running? <laughs> why is there a zombie? Like… Yeah. So I think that was also part of it. Um, I watched with Korean subtitles this time. And again, I didn't understand 100%. But I had like 95% I think I understood. And mm-hmm. having watched it again, I thought it was… It was a good movie. I thought it was much uh, more palatable than original. I had thought. I did think it was a little bit too long. Like I could have it 10-15 minutes shorter and be great. Oh my gosh. That's that's me. See? But what part would you take out? Everything's necessary. What part would I take out? Um, I… Okay. I don't know. Maybe I have to watch it again. But like there were just so many train cars that I was like… You could do it with one less. Or just the ending. Like… The ending once they're off the okay, train spoilers. and they're like… Spoiler okay, alert. obviously spoilers. If once they're like off the train and they're trying to like make it over and that annoying obnoxious rich guy who just won't shut up. He just is everywhere. I'm just like mm. get out of here please. Like can we please move on with this? Like it was towards the end that I got antsy. Like I didn't look at like… Remember before I started this idea I was like I'm so tired. Like how long is this movie? Like an hour and a half. Yeah. I thought it would be an hour and a half. It was easily two hours. And so oh, I think… Sorry about that. Yeah. So I <laughs> I think at like an hour 45, I was like, how much longer is this? And it was 15 minutes more. And so I think mm-hmm. that's when I was like, okay, great movie. I could have these last, you know, a little bit kind of be cut out. That's just me. You don't have to agree with me. But that's No, me. I mean, I agree. But I think for you, when you watch a movie, you got to make sure that like… You got to set like a three hour buffer so you can just enjoy it for what it is. Because I think like if you're pressed on time, of course, like you can always think that parts can get cut out. You know, but for me, when my heart is beating out of my chest for an hour and 45 minutes, I need that 15 minute cool down. Does it make sense? I mean, okay. If you're thinking about it as a soccer game, okay. Hmm. That's cool. Hmm. It's your thing. I'm just saying… I mean, okay, fine. I did like, you know, the reason I think I did like it also more this time is because we're in the time of COVID and watching it, I was just like, this is so real. Like everything about this, I was like, this is just a virus, but like the virus turns people into zombies. But like COVID is everywhere. (laughs) And I was just like, true. It was like the apocalypse movie that I was like, it's just a different virus, essentially. Yeah. Brian, what did you think? Do you agree with with Eric's notes on this in regards to the yeah. COVID? I'm a simple man. You when keep watch, saying that, but watch, you're not simple, dude. When I watch movies, yeah. no, I'm simple when it comes to watching stuff. Okay, thank God, because yeah. everything else, you're because, not simple. And because it, you're exhausting. <laughs> when it comes to movies, when it comes to movies, as long as like I'm entertained, then yeah. like, it, I mean, okay. If it's entertaining, the acting is good. Then like I'm sold. Yeah. Storyline, it, it it's not the biggest you know uh, deal breaker for me, but I thought it was really entertaining. And I for some reason I really like this this concept of like people being stuck on these like these moving trains. I watched mm-hmm. Snowpiercer again as well. The movie, yeah, or the drama, the the TV show. Like I think Netflix made like yeah. a TV show of Snowpiercer. Oh, I haven't yeah. seen that yet. Acting is pretty bad, but. <laughs> Because they're on train cars, it makes it so much more interesting. I don't right. know why, yeah. but like these confined spaces where people are like all freaking out, like they're getting cut off between train cars. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I like it. 
guys, for, that's, for those. That's my take. So for, literally, yeah. this is a movie about zombies, and the reason Brian likes it is because it's it's he likes Thomas the freaking tank engine. But hold on. What I don't like are movies like World War Z with Brad Pitt. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I ever saw that. Because there's one scene. I just… It doesn't make sense. You know the scene where he literally blows up a grenade on the plane? I've never seen this movie. I have no, no idea. No, Brian. You can't just reference a movie that nobody's seen. But… Just… <laughs> the dude… No, okay. But… 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 The, okay. but, the, but I, I think you're on to something. Dude. Hold on. If, hold like, on. For, hear me out. Hear okay. me out. Have, okay. you heard, have you seen World War Z? Yes, I have. Remember the scene where there's like zombies on the plane and he 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 throws a grenade on the plane and the entire plane blows up. Mm-hmm. And he survives. Yeah. That's where they lost. Me. I mean, because it's is Brad Pitt. You can't kill yeah, off dude. Brad Pitt. He Certain literally people, blew himself up in the air. It dude, if you're that handsome, you have like a higher likelihood of surviving. That's fair. <laughs> That's just fair. so you know. Dude, it, just, yo, it just wasn't meant to be. Me, Brian, you think I, Mission Impossible makes sense? Nothing about Mission Impossible ever makes sense. But dude, it does because it's Tom it Cruise. It does. I mean it is yeah. Tom Cruise. It's like… Dude. Okay. To your point about the trains. There is something really suffocating and imp- compelling about it all taking place in this confined space. Like the fact that they have to fight these zombies. Again, there are no guns mind you. But they're like climbing over those seats… <laughs> And having to like hide behind the seats that are bolted in place. That is like a whole other level of frustration where like… Think about the frustration of being on a plane and you're on the inside seat and there's somebody on the aisle. And they're sleeping and you're trying to just walk over them to get into your space. Right? Into your chair. It's impossible. Yeah. So much of that. But imagine this person… Is not actually sleeping, but is a zombie and is trying to kill you and eat you. And there are about a hundred of them instead. That's what Train of Buzon is. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. What would your strategy be if you're stuck on a train with zombies? If I was stuck on a train with zombies? I already know what mine would be. What would yours be? I want to hear yours first. I would probably just die. I literally kept thinking, (laughs) I'm just going to (laughs) die. Yeah. Eric, you need like a, literally, you need a dog or something to live for, dude. You need something to be like, <laughs> I need to survive this. No, I literally I think I was so stressed. And then I was like, look, if I was that grandma, I'd be like, yo, peace. Would you at least try to go out like in a heroic way? Like in your head, you know, you're like, oh, like I'm just done with this. But to everyone else, that's like you're trying to protect them or something. Like, yeah, oh, I'd I'll be, sacrifice okay, my body. I would for be you. like Badung Suk and be like, okay. I will sacrifice my body. <laughs> Y'all can run away. Okay. Right. You guys can get away. You and Rocky yeah. can run. That's and always then, cool. And yeah. then I just be like, all right. I'll tell I'll you what you though, heaven. Eric, Bye. if you were <laughs> Eric, if you were to make that sacrifice, you know, I would really appreciate that. I really would. But I'll tell you yeah. something. This is one thing that was a little frustrating for me. And maybe this is what added to people liking it more is this movie definitely has K drama elements to it. Right, so as rabid and crazy as like the violence is, there are moments where mm-hmm. like Madong Suk has to. Again, if you're listening to this podcast, there's spoilers, okay? Madong Suk is holding up the door, and he's bit, and his wife, his pregnant wife, is like, "Oh my god, no!" I, very sad. It mm-hmm. it kills you when you see that moment. But he's like holding on. He's like, get out of here. I am literally holding this and sacrificing my body so you can go to the other train car. And she's like, she's crying. And then he's like, hey, let me also name our baby. You know? And then I'm like, I'm like, in theory, that's cool, right? So, okay. So, (laughs) sacrificing himself and looks back at the wife and says, our daughter's name should be Julie. Name her Julie. Right? Now think about when Julie is born. Three months from now. I'm sure that wife has like a really good (laughs) memory of (laughs) calling her daughter's name Julie. Seeing her husband being ravaged by zombies. And that being the inception of the name. telling Julie where she got her name from. (laughs) Where'd you get your name from? Your dad was eaten by zombies. (laughs) And as he was dying, he said, it's Julie. (laughs) And so, uh, your name is Julie. Exactly. That was a little bit nonsensical to me, right? I, th- You know uh, what? I think it was moments like that 
where the first time I watched it, I was like, oh my god, this is so ridiculous. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I'm probably conditioned to like this movie more now because I've had to go through Commit or Quit and watch so many K-dramas that I'm yep. sitting there being like, oh my god, so many love stories. That now I'm conditioned to be like, all right, whatever. It is what it is. And maybe yeah. that adds to the fact that I can mm-hmm. I can watch Train to Busan and be like, oh, not bad. Let's talk about Madhu yeah. Sok for a moment. Okay, go. Brian, what do you think <laughs> of him in this uh, of film? Him, of him? Yeah. He is the Korean Dwayne Johnson. And I'm pretty <clears throat> sure this is the movie that broke him. It definitely was. He. It, it, this is the movie that put him on my radar. Which is the most yeah. important one. Um, honestly, I don't recall very much. But I like this character. He's just kind of a stud. What do you mean you don't recall very much? Did you not watch this movie? Dude, I watched this like… <laughs> oh my god. Brian didn't even rewatch this movie. But Dude. he went to watch the sequel. Well, I literally thought you girlfriend. guys meant Train to Busan 2. Well, how would we watch Train to Busan 2 when none of us can go to a theater? I was but like, you somehow made like, time to go. I was like, go. surely Eric and Eddie would want to do something that's current and relevant. Oh, Sh- Train to Busan we 2 sh- came out should, on Wednesday. We should discuss Train to Busan 2 at some point. Right? I mean, yeah, we should. You didn't think, oh, we have to discuss this. Maybe I should invite so, Eric to go so, and watch <laughs> it with me because we have to discuss it. And you just left. Hey, how so, about you guys just both chill out, okay? At least you guys are able to function <laughs> in a country that acknowledges coronavirus as an actual right, infection, sorry guys. disease. Sorry. The True. fact I sorry. see you guys walking around and, you know, <laughs> breathing fresh air and uh, eating at restaurants is crazy. And just so all of you guys know, they're both in Seoul. So this is okay because this, the, the government has acknowledged that this is a real thing. And that masks actually prevent the spread of COVID. Unlike here right. where I'm in Georgia. And people think this is a game. They think it's a game. Yeah, wear a mask people. Korea yesterday it was like 30 new cases. Yeah. It's just like you know. They're doing a great job. Trying to contain it. Anyways okay. Uh, so let's talk okay. about Ma Going on Ma Dong-sok. Very simple answer. I think he's a great actor. I think he's a stud. He definitely adds that physical element to the movie. Of which many would not be able to do or replace his character. Mm-hmm. Right? But I do want to go back to my earlier question, Eddie. About is, what your strategy would be on this <laughs> on this bus. Or on this train. Yeah, what would your strategy be? Okay, what are like, my realities? Am I still like married so in this like, Rocky here? Or am I in the movie? No, uh, this is real life. Yeah. Real it's life. Like real life. Every, everything you have going on right now. Say like, uh, not tomorrow because that's the tune. But like two days from now, right? Okay. You're on a train. Okay. And it's like you're not just you're not like three cars away. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh-huh. I just I just thought it was funny. It was like not tomorrow because that's too soon. But in two days, it's okay. Dude, in two days, unrealistic. There's no reason okay. to be on a train. Brian, tomorrow. I will I will answer your question as seriously as possible. Set the table right now. You All let right. me know. So you're on a train. The infection just started in like the back the back car, right? Okay. You're like four or five cars down. So you, mm-hmm. if you're looking down, you can see something happening, right? And then like they break through the first door into the next uh-huh. car. And you're like, oh, like, is that a zombie? Like people are running towards me. They get closer. So now they're only like a train or two away from you. Like uh, uh, a car or two away from you. What would you do then? Okay, like, so say, is is this yeah. is this current day knowledge of me knowing what I know and how this could possibly pan out? Yes. Okay, you then the first no thing I do is… You. If I hear no an alert mask. of, if I hear an alert of, hey, there's some people acting crazy in the back train, like, oh, uh, blah, 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 and I see attendants running past me trying to figure out the situation, what will I do? I will pick up my backpack and I will walk to the first car, well, however far it makes me go. And probably by like when I hit like business class or whatever, right? Because I'm in no, economy, no, no. no doubt. I forgot. Hear me I out. forgot. I forgot. The door's locked. What, <laughs> what door is locked? <laughs> <laughs> door to the next car is locked. It's jammed. You know how it is in movies. No, nothing, Brian. Nothing, Brian, this nothing. is not. No, Brian, this is not fair. You're basically just saying like, <laughs> you're basically giving me no option to survive. No, 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 you no, just, no, no, no. You it's just a, said no, no, no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Listen, hear me out. It's a glass. It's like a glass window. The the okay. bolt. It's like not working for some reason. Okay, like, okay. Some dude tried to open it, but he like jammed it. He like messed up the handle, and everyone's like, okay. Oh wait, why'd you do that? And now you're stuck with like 10 people. Everyone's trying to like break out of that door. What do you do? 
this is, I mean, this is crazy. If the door is jammed, then I'm just going to die. There's no way I can sacrifice other people. There's no way I can, can like, I do… Smash the window. Well, then why is it even jammed? Of course I would smash the window. I'll do whatever <laughs> it takes to get out. Like, dude, honestly, if the train is moving at 60 miles an hour, okay, we'll give it that. If I have a chance to smash a window, I'm just jumping straight out and I'll deal with the consequences later. Yeah, I might like lose like… I might hit my head really hard on something. Dude, I may like lose something very valuable to my body. But I'm not going to stay on a train. You you trap me in in this fantasy scenario. I forgot one part though. What's the other part? This is like Snowpiercer type of train. Like you're on the side (laughs) of a mountain. You jump, you're going straight down. (laughs) All right. Also, is 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 Brittany… Are Brittany and Rocky here or no? I mean, if Brittany and Rocky are here, that's totally different scenario. No, they're in the business class car. Oh, they're in the business class. We had to save money. Right. I'm like, not you playing guys, this guys- game. It's so unrealistic. But <laughs> if it was realistic and it was a similar like train, I'm going all the way to business class. They're going to say, I'm not allowed up here, you peasant. And I will swipe my card and say, I'm purchasing a seat right now. And then I'll go to business class and they'll let me in. And then I'll go, hey, I'm going to first class. They're like, you can't afford this. I'll swipe my credit card and I will go to first class and I'll wait it out. And I'll see what happens. And I'll be like that man. That crazy old man who's like, <laughs> You can't let anyone else in here. We have to… Su- the, the survivors have to survive, right? And I'll do that. But I won't do that at the risk of other people's lives. And I'll make it all the way to the end. But I won't get bit. I'll, I'll tell you this. I'm a lot more athletic, I think, than a lot of these people in these zombie movies who keep collapsing over their own limbs and tripping on their own shoelaces. Like… Make sure your shoes are tied in a zombie apocalypse. I am so sick and tired of people being startled. I'm sick and tired of people… Yeah, like, tie your shoes before you start running. Dude, and here's why I actually love Training Busan. This is another little nugget that I love. Is when this virus starts infecting and going crazy. And they see it on TV. And they see people biting other people. Like the trending news in the Korean uh, you know, neighbor search was like zombies. Right? Every other zombie TV show or movie, they always act like this is like something that they've never seen before. You know how they always go through like the process of saying, you've got to shoot it in the head. It looks like they're flesh eating. You know, like guys, Uh we're living in 2020. I think we know what a zombie is. We've been writing about it since the 80s. Okay, like we see what it is. It looks like a zombie. Let's treat it like a zombie and let's move on. Yeah, zombie rights, man. I'm just saying. Dude, I like, will say this. I am convinced that if you play dead, you'll actually survive. I do too. I always wondered like, that. Like, what I was going to say is like, if I was on that train, you know where like the little, the areas are where you put the, the, the baggage? It's like the little, uh, the shelf. You just lay down there and you just close your eyes. You don't move. Right. I thought Everyone that else lot. is freaking out below you. They're all Dude. freaking out. They're trying to. You but guys are a bunch just, of amateurs. You guys are a bunch of amateurs. Why is that amateurish? That's, Dude, that's very just because you hide, just so you know, zombies don't just like starve to death. They are like literally eternal and they just like sit and walk around in circles forever. You know, like Mr. Janga Man, the CEO type of dude who's <laughs> killing everybody in this film. He has to sacrifice somebody and throw him out there because he's trapped in the bathroom. You can't just wait it out. These guys just but, stay there in the same place. But, like, you guys are making it like simplifying this way. Yeah, you would die. I would be that <laughs> grandma and I would just die. <laughs> like, Eric, you, peace you're, out. Eric, you're a smart guy. So, but when it comes to zombie mind. knowledge, your logic, you'd be, you'd be the first to go. I'm sorry to say. Uh, dude, I do not want to live in a world where like literally everything is heartbreak. Everything is broken and I'm paranoid all the time. Like in in the off case that I do die like fighting a zombie. It's like I will have lived like days or weeks or months of just like meaningless life. Because I've been so just like miserably and paranoid. I would be miserable. Mm-hmm. So if we we're on a train, Eric would be the one that throws himself into the crowd. As you're welcome, yeah. I'm taking a sacrifice I would be for on you the guys. Shelf and Eddie's breaking through the the doors. Eddie's jumping out into the. <laughs> into, into Honestly, the front I'm glad we're establishing R and R right now because 
I can't deal with this kind of negativity. Like, I understand, Eric, it's not the perfect world you want to live in, but like, you have to survive. And if you're willing to give up right now, then just give up and sacrifice yourself. But I will be so pissed. I will be so pissed if I like survive next like 10 years. I make my own farm and we have like a little like village and I've created a nice community and we're just making do, right? In this little community, zombie free. And somehow there's a leak and the zombie that bites me is you. That would piss me. <laughs> that would piss me off. Okay, 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 okay. That would really so piss me off. I won't die. Off. I won't die. I will survive. Okay. I'll definitely survive. be that character that people think died. But I actually come back like two years later. I, I don't know. Alive. I think you think too highly. Yeah. That's like Stephen yeah. Young. I think yes. you, you're giving yourself too much credit. I want to bring this full circle. Stephen Young in that scene in Walking Dead where he's actually like under the garbage can. And he survives. I, yeah. I mean, I understand your intention, but like, I just Brian, think you give yourself yeah. too much credit. Here, here's the reality: if Brian's separated from us and we meet back with him five years later, <laughs> in Brian's head, he thinks he's gonna be more ripped. He's gonna have Stephen Young's hair, and he's gonna have like four <laughs> rifles across his chest, and he's gonna be like, "Guys, like, I figured it out." But in reality, he's gonna be this shriveled up old man. Okay. With a ton of pimples on his face, a unibrow, <laughs> and like 20 pounds lighter. And he's been eating squirrels for the last five years and has had no human contact. And he's just actually <laughs> insane. So that is the reality, Brian. <laughs> I hate to break it to you, but that's what would happen. Fair. You know, that's, <clears throat> you know, it's what happens. It's, you know, hopefully this is fiction forever and none of this happens. Yeah. So um, where where are we on this? Uh, you know, we've gone nothing according to what our producer and writers have written for us. We've literally just gone in circles of just <laughs> how we would survive. We've determined that Eric would be the greatest person and just take sacrifices if needed. Yes. But otherwise, we try to survive as much as possible. Right. Eddie's just going to be like the super hyper dude who's just like, Oh my god! Ah, 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 get off me! Ah. And then Brian's just going to be like, Crippled up in a little ball. But yeah, Brian, Brian but will be the, Brian's gonna be the the guy who goes to the bathroom and then takes off the toilet seat and hides in the doo doo until it's all over. <laughs> Honestly, I probably would do that. Yeah. Oh my god, that's a and pretty good hiding spot. It, it, it is a, a good, good spot because like, when you come out, whatever remnant of human flesh or whatever, you'll just smell like it's rotting. Human, off of yeah, you. just feces. Species. Yeah. And so even the zombies yeah, will right. be like, oh, he's you're, one of us. You're going <laughs> to die of whatever disease you get from sitting right. in poop. Hey, um, I'm alive. You're alive. Um, okay, <laughs> let's talk about something a little bit different real quick. Like, okay. I think what I kept watching, you know, we talked about this briefly. Is like, as I'm watching this, I'm like, oh my god. This is almost hitting too close to home. Like this entire thing of like survival and and trying not to die. Because I feel like that's how we're living right now. Um, and there's this thing of like, how do you say, I'll say this. When people are stressed, it kind of shows their true colors. And obviously there are not a a lot of situations where we don't see the prettiest colors coming out of people. I feel like that is going on right now as well. Um, which is very, very sad and disturbing. Do you mean in this movie or in life right now? In life right now. Uh In life right now. Like, what do you kind of see be- as similarities between like the characters that are going on in the movie and real life right now in pandemic? Or do we not want to go there? I mean, we can. I, I like that guy, the old rich dude, the COO of the the train station. Obviously, the antagonist in this entire story. It it de- like I was watching this. I kept thinking like this is on a much smaller scale what is happening to the world. Like mm-hmm. a a pure situation of, hey, if you wear a mask, you can save other people's lives. But um, a, a large percentage of people are saying, F you, I don't care. I'm not wearing my mask because my life matters. So can you imagine in a zombie apocalypse, like how much nastier it can actually be when you see it and it's visible? Right. I don't know. I think it's kind of crazy. Like I think… What I kept thinking is like, if people, if everybody were to watch this movie and say, oh my God, the zombie virus can spread so quickly. 
Now just replace that with COVID. Maybe that would make people, allow people to kind of understand how fast viruses can spread. Because it still blows my mind that people don't think that it's spreading. Or that it's real. COVID? Like how, yeah. <clears throat> how do you, how? Why? Mm-hmm. Like just wear a freaking mask. And like be courteous. And it, I think it's like, what I'm realizing these days, which is kind of, uh, how do you say this? Discouraging and sad in many ways, is that I think I grew up very naive, thinking like everybody's nice and everybody's pleasant and everybody's courteous. But like, that's not the case. People, there are people in the world who are not nice. There are a lot of people in the world who are very selfish, who are not courteous, who don't think of other people. And their individual right is so much more important than any rights of other people. And that's what's yep. been really, really bothering me and making me very mad. You know, COVID, it's like people are asymptomatic. It's like religion or something. There are a lot of people mm-hmm. are like, I don't see it. Therefore, I don't believe it until it affects them. That's mm-hmm. the thing. Like even being here, uh, you know, in Georgia, it's… You know, people like now they're like people cracking down, grocery stores cracking down. But until like a coworker gets it and then they get it, then it's the most important thing in the world. Right? right. Um, I don't know. I think it was also interesting. Another interesting point in this is it's kind of weird that like this movie has so much social commentary. And I think it was a lot of it's unintentional because I don't think anybody could have managed, ma- imagined that coronavirus would be what it is today. Mm-hmm. And also just like, the environment and kind of stuff like but a part of the reason that the zombie virus started in this movie is because there's a point where he says uh we we invested in this company i didn't catch exactly what they did yeah but pretty much they were investing in a company and in order to make ends meet and to make numbers perform they had cut corners they did stuff that was not technically supposed to do that they were technically not supposed to do which led to the creation of this virus mm. And yep. I was like, oh man. This is like so many parallels. I feel like it's yeah. climate change. It's it's corporate greed. It's how this world and the system is kind of set up right now. And unintentionally or intentionally, like there's so many things that are relevant that make me think as I was watching this movie. Which I actually really, really yeah. appreciate it. And I think drawing those parallels is probably what made me appreciate this movie even more than uh-huh. I had done before. But that's just me. I, I think that's a that's a really good point. They don't beat it over your head in this movie either. No, no, no. Like they yeah. it was one simple 30 second phone call that made you yeah. understand that this greedy yeah. guy, this greedy corporation is what started this entire thing. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It it hit different <laughs> in 2020 watching this. <laughs> yeah. A lot of things hit different in 2020. Like watching stuff, like whenever I watch TV or movies, I'm like, we can't do that. We can't go out. We can't do this. We can't do that. Like the I've been like watching live videos of performances and it makes me yeah. so sad. Like it yeah, makes, it makes me, me so emotional. Just, like, really sad and emotional. Mm-hmm. And okay, here's another thing that I kept thinking about. Like in this movie, everybody's going to Busan because apparently Busan is safe, right? Mm-hmm. Right? Busan's supposed to be safe, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, like parts of Asia are kind of like that Busan. Like Seoul, Hong uh-huh. Kong. You know, mm-hmm. Singapore, Taiwan. There are these like generally safe places from coronavirus right now. And I feel like there are a lot of people… Like I, I ran into people the other day who were like, we just flew in because America is too scary. And we figured we could just kind of work here for now kind of thing. I mean, there's talks of like… You know, like isn't the NBA playing in Disney World right now? Mm-hmm. Like they're, oh, they're like in their own sealed bubble. off. Uh, there's talks that like different things like they're trying to do stuff in Seoul or in China where they just kind of fly people in and they just kind of… They can't leave. They quarantine together and they just kind of work or they shoot movies or they do whatever. Um, So it's kind of crazy but I feel like that's going to become even more of a real situation Mm -hmm. moving forward. I've been thinking… I was like, do we need to bring mom and dad out to Korea because I feel like maybe they would be a little more comfortable here. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mom's like, I don't want to sit in an apartment kind of thing. But yeah. No, they have, they have I don't a pretty know. good setup here. I mean, they like… They, dad's garden is out of control. It is like… <laughs> That's what I heard. <laughs> dude, it is like the garden that, that keeps giving. Like, it is… It's like… Freaking… 
20 by 20. I'm talking like yeah. Jack and the Beanstalk <laughs> type of like, like I mean, I can't plants imagine. right now. Dude, he's spending Appa, Appa, all of his time. Dude, let me just give you a breakdown right now. Appa goes out there every evening and he brings back a whole like uh, basket full of like huge tomatoes, uh, squash, uh, um, eggplant, cucumbers, uh, <laughs> red peppers, kenip, uh green peppers. And we just get like a little thing of samjang and we just eat it. And it's like… Mm. The most fresh, delicious vegetables ever. And I just can't see him leaving that. I mean, he's getting really ambitious. He's like growing like, like watermelon and just crazy things that have no business being in Atlanta. But I have a can feeling he's going to make it happen. <laughs> it's the real life <laughs> Farmerville. Can you tell him to do some avocados? And uh, what I don't else know if avocados really could work. Gotta get him to start on the watermelon. The watermelon. Oh, I want pumpkins. Oh, you dude, like pumpkins, what is, Brian? Pumpkins you know the, could be uh, good. Anyway, he has like different trees growing. Like places that can only… Things that can only grow in tropical areas. But somehow he keeps proving everybody wrong. Like he… <laughs> Rocky was there and he would always stop and, and smell everything. And I'm like, dad, what is over there? Oh, he's like, oh, I like buried a bunch of stuff for a compost. He's <laughs> composting as well. So he's like putting like leftover meat and stuff like underground and making it into like an amazing fertilizer. He's going crazy with it. Wow. I mean, it's impressive. That's impressive. And they're working from but home, which is great. I'm just saying yeah. that their quality of life is pretty high. They seem pretty happy. Okay. That's yeah. good. Um, all right. So we should wrap this up. We've been talking too okay. much about nonsense. I don't know what people are going to get out of this episode, honestly. Yeah. But let's talk about like, okay, 10 out of 10, or like give it a rating out of 10. Give it like your reason for it. And, you know, how many more times do you think you watch this movie? I'm gonna give this a solid eight point three. Okay. Um, I, I would I would watch it again. Uh, would, would you recommend it, it to somebody that hasn't seen it? I would recommend it so that you can see Train to Busan Two, Peninsula. Did you like Peninsula? Um, it was all right. Okay, hold your thought. That's enough. I don't want to hear anymore. <laughs> what? Because I'm gonna this watch guy's it. Like I'm gonna recommend it, so you have to watch Peninsula. How was it? Ma. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe anything this guy has to say. What this guy's saying. Not only that, he said you give this an eight point three out of ten. What oh, that the was heck? A, I've been thinking about about that for a while. Okay, think about what eight point three? Why it was an eight point three? Oh, well, whatever. eight point like uh, nine's way too high. Okay, it's too low. All Eric, right. how about yourself? I'm gonna give it a seven point five. Seven point five. This is crazy. Okay. See, I sure. knew it. this is part of it's just to be on Eddie's nerves, but the other part is like, I I think it's a very solid movie. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe I just don't like zombie stuff. I don't know. Like yeah. I thought it was good, and oh, you know what? You know what it is? There's like parts of it. Like there's one scene where the baseball player, spoiler, he's just like, oh, don't die. Uh-huh. Yeah, and then and then he's like, actually, just bite my face off because I'm gonna die with you. And Dude. the entire premise from the beginning was like, I don't like this girl. Like, I'm so over her. I'm so tough. And then I was like, Eric, mm. this is a, a chink in the armor I have seen from your movie analysis capabilities. Eric, uh-huh. that is called character development, dude. It's he didn't not like the girl. If at, the dude is dead, no, that's he not didn't development. Like the girl at first, but like she's fighting for him the entire movie, and then they create a bond over time. Dude, and yes, she that. dies. She dies, but even for him, he's like pretty frail, dude. He's like, oh my god, I can't believe this girl that like I've been riding and dying for for the last two hours is like now dead because of me. Like that's my point. Is two hours and so. <laughs> Dude, I was like, a dude, lot can you've change. been riding and dying for dying for this girl for two hours. Up until two hours ago, That's you true. did not give <clears throat> a crap no, about her. I think he yeah. did. He just didn't like. He's being teased by a bunch of like teammates. He's being a high schooler. I get. Yeah, it. exactly. Like, I get it. I get it. But but what my does thing that is, have to okay, do? Listen, listen, listen. If I'm <sighs> in, if, I feel like Ronnie right now. I feel like Ronnie right now. This I just can't <laughs> agree with this. You don't have to agree with me. This is just okay. my points. So, 
my other thing is, look, if I'm going to survive, if I'm going to go through all that effort, if I'm not going to be that grandma and I'm going to be running and I'm going to be fighting and I'm going to be trying to survive, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not literally going to sit there and be like, oh, we got this far. I fought all these people. I literally had to like just beat the crap out of people with my bats and fight through all these cars, etc., etc. And then all of a sudden, I'm just going to sit there and hold this girl who's a zombie. Literally a zombie whose eyes are blue now and just stare at her and cry yeah. and wave Helplessness, her Helplessness, Eric. You also said in the first 10 minutes of this podcast that you would just die. That you wouldn't even try <laughs> to survive. This kid tried to survive, but the one person Dude. that is like literally left is dead. So he's like, oh, it was a Romeo and Juliet moment. I'm sorry you couldn't see that. I was like, yeah, that sucks for him, you know? But whatever, like he's like 16. He doesn't want to survive with like, what, he's going to survive with like this little girl and this pregnant lady. Like, no, forget about it. Like if I'm that dude, all right, and this girl's my Juliet, I'm out. You know? I mean, I mean, okay. Okay, listen. Okay. Listen. Anyways, to listen, each their own. That's just my opinion. I didn't dock points from the movie for that. I just, I think it's a very solid movie. Anything over a six, anything over a seven for me is very solid. Okay. And just because you're so adamant, I'll give it an eight. All right. I'll upgrade it to an eight. But the fact, okay, thank you. I'll take that eight. That's way better than a <laughs> 7.5. Okay. <laughs> all right. Ask me how I feel. You think I'm going to no, give this a 99? I, Brian, I, think we should, I think we should wrap it up. So I'm not thanks giving guys this for a listening. Nine, I'm not giving this a 9.9. Okay. I give it a nine. Okay. Because I'm not crazy. There are other movies out there that are worthy of a 99% or a 100%. Okay. This is not hmm. one of them. But for a zombie movie, this is. Top of the line, premium A1 quality. Okay. So if you have any, if you have been affected by the coronavirus, okay, which I know you have and you haven't seen this movie, maybe there are little nuggets that you may see and appreciate that COVID is bad, but at least it's not zombie apocalypse bad. And that's what, you know, a part of it that I took out of this as well. I'm glad you got to see the silver lining uh-huh. in the movie. All right, guys. So that brings us to a heated episode of Commit or Quit. And um, I think we all come from a good place. It, it, it was a good movie. And hopefully you guys enjoyed it as well. Let us know what you guys think by sharing your messages with us on our socials. You can do it at youtube.com slash dive pods or youtube.com slash dive studios. We also have a Discord channel. You can come and join us. Where else can people find us, Eddie? Yeah, you can find us on Twitter at the dive studios. Um, and as always, you know, let us know if we got this right or not. I, there, we have seen a lot of engagement on there and we're always reading it. So please let us know. And also follow us on Instagram at the Dive Studios and at Dive Studios on TikTok. Yes, yes, yes. And be sure, Eric already took my line. Be sure to subscribe to Dive Studios. Well, you YouTube. don't have to say it. You can say something else. <sighs> you took The only thing I have now is uh, Patreon, the most important part. Please, oh. please, please become. <laughs> Can you <laughs> let's wrap this? <laughs> Jesus, I, I have things to do. <laughs> have you heard of Patreon? Patreon is a platform where you can support Dive Studios. You're not only just supporting us, you're supporting our entire team. You're putting bread on the table. Yes, that's true. If you go to patreon.com backslash dive studios, you can get access to a lot of really, really, really cool perks and benefits. Yep, yep. All right, guys. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. You don't miss any new episodes. Leave us a nice rating review on Apple Podcasts and wherever you get your podcasts. We love you guys. We'll see you next week on Commit or Quit. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. My food's here. I gotta go get food. All right. Bye. Bye. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off.
Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. The headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine, stop noticing, but you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over 3 million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com.